is Kaushik. Hi, this is Deepthi. Uh, I identify as a queer man. Uh, I've been based out of Bangalore for uh, a long time and I've been active in the Bangalore queer spaces for the last 4-5 uh, years. And, uh, and I'm a cis woman identifying as queer based out of Bangalore but I have worked in queer spaces in Chennai since uh, 2011 and uh, welcome to Queer Conversations with QCKD. So before we go ahead uh, our regular disclaimer so we don't claim to represent the whole queer community or the whole of Indian queer community we're just two um, South Indian queer individuals voicing out our opinions and personal opinions yeah. Also, uh, we want to make it clear that we acknowledge all our privileges, both in terms of caste, economic status, socio-economic status, education levels, etc. And we want to make it clear that we represent only our views, or this podcast rather represents only our views and not a part or a subset of our community in general. Right. So today we will be talking about uh, dating apps in India, mostly not like when we say India, it's not just the ones that are like made in India or anything. Generally, what we've experienced, what we've used in the past few years. Yeah, and we also want to make this a part of a series uh, rather. So, I think I think basically we can call this like dating and relationships, no? The yeah. umbrella, the umbrella term, yeah. This can probably be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, when was the first time you used uh, a dating app or like even on like a like a web-based dating interface? I mean, so, um, I'm now I'm 28, almost going to be 29 soon. Uh, so, when I first started exploring my sexuality, I was looking for online sources. So, Orkut, I guess, I've used to talk to other people. 2007, but then I was clearly underage, so lots of things would have been inappropriate. But uh, yeah, so Orkut is where I met other people. Uh, I think I was too young to comprehend the entire dating scenario then. Hmm. There were a couple of guys who propositioned me and all, but then yeah, I was like severely underage, probably 15, so that wasn't appropriate. Then, and when I was 18, I think uh, I read about PR. Uh, Because 
I had a bit of not a bit a lot of insecurities because firstly uh, in the gay community apps like Grinder are demonized because they're like uh, uh, you know a lot of people give you a lot of stereotypes about these apps like you know it's not safe or you know it's only about hookup there's a lot of hookup culture now in retrospect I know that you know the apps are really useful and it, it is what you make of them it doesn't right. really depend on the person right. sorry it doesn't really they, you can't generalize the nature of the apps as such it depends on the person who's using it but at that time there were all these uh, stereotypes that were made and then I was apprehensive and then I had my own insecurities because uh, I'll, I'm treading on thin ice here when I say this but there is this general uh, culture or I would say rather uh, hookup culture which is which is quite prevalent and it's quite casual also and I think it's a good thing in that respect because uh, uh, I mean if people are safe and they know what they're doing I mean hey but who's, who's there to stop them yeah. but uh, at that time I was not really um, open to physical intimacy and other things because I had my own body image issues and then mm -hmm. I wasn't even sure even now I actually struggle with a lot of uh, intimacy issues rather body image issues have gone I've learned to accept myself for who I am but mm -hmm. the intimacy issues still exist so uh, dating itself has this connotation that uh, it should lead to something more sometimes and unless you make it very clear and then you know how to navigate these apps you might get frustrated. Again, I think also somewhere you need to, like yeah, somebody who's yeah. using the app needs to have the clarity as to what you're what getting you into. Want. Yeah. So I think yeah. again, if, if you know, there are 10 people on the app looking for hookup, you know, maybe there are, you know, four other people at least who are not looking yeah, for yeah, hookup. You, yeah, you need to just... How you make Correct. Yeah, how you make use of the app. But the problem is, it can still be quite intimidating, especially Grindr, because Grindr is probably the most commonly used app amongst uh, gay men uh, queer now. men. Hmm. Gay men now, over the last four or five years, it was Planet Romeo earlier. Hmm. I have never, okay, to be honest, I never had a profile on Planet Romeo because uh, at least one of my gay friends told me this. It's like, you know, it's only for uncles and daddies. Oh, God. Such a stereotype. But mm. yeah, from what I hear, it is more sane than Grinder. Yeah. Okay. But then again, uh, Grinder has thought, I don't know, as I mentioned earlier, and like Deepthi said, if you know what you want and if you know how to navigate it, you have to learn it. It's an art, like, so how to communicate with people, how to detach yourself from rejection, and yeah. how to how to not take a lot of things that's being said on the apps personally. Because apps provide a veil of anonymity which can make people behave really Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. They can either be the nicest folks, or they can like you know go to any other extreme. So yeah. You will have to draw your boundaries, and yeah. So Deepthi, tell me a bit about your experience, and then I'll go back to uh, anecdotes oh. and stuff that I uh, got from my other friends about dating apps. So I think uh, again, my experience online was from like Orkut, Yahoo and after Ellen times which is like 2010-2009. I think it was only 2010 or 11 I remember having a conversation with uh, 
one of my friend then uh, they had said oh there is pr which is planet romeo back then uh, there is uh, planet romeo for uh, you know uh, queer men why don't you guys have anything like that <laughs> like there is nothing so even back then it was just after elin and orcord which is mostly like you said forums it was just like a community of sorts not exclusively for dating but only a little bit later yeah. I had found out about this other uh, website called Plenty of Fish, but then I think at that point, uh, oh, there was another one also called Pink Sofa. I think I never got around to exploring them because at that point, after Ellen was something that I started exploring. I met somebody there, and then I started going to the offline meetings. Um, I don't know. Call me old school. How was the after Ellen experience? After like you met someone, you said, no. Yeah, I met a couple of people on there, uh, but again, I think in those days, um, internet access was absolute privilege. So there weren't too many people. I remember counting; there were hardly like seven or eight people who were from India. But then again, none of them were like regularly online or anything. Also, so that phase, that dating phase of my life, wasn't the most exciting part. But I had met some good people. Uh, and post that, I think I got back onto the scene again. Um, 2014-15, I think. So that time it was mostly OKC, OKCupid, or uh, I met a, I met quite a few of them on Facebook groups, like you said. But then I also was going to offline events, which I mean, I felt much more comfortable meeting people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, I don't know. Like I said, for a lot of people, um, dating provides the anonymity. Sorry, dating apps. I mean, rather. So yeah. some people who are not really comfortable being out there in public, and even meeting other people in public fora, mm. might find dating apps to be a really useful tool to socialize virtually at least. And I have heard of stories on the pandemic, especially. Uh, during lockdown, where hmm. people who were like really alone and isolated found a lot of uh, support and company on dating apps. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, even now, like I think about five or six months back, when I got onto a few dating apps, I got back onto uh, OKC. I logged into Bumble and Tinder. Tinder wasn't very promising, but I've I've had friends who who said Tinder is good. uh bumble i did find some people but then for some reason couldn't connect but okc has been something that i've constantly met people had good conversations but then uh i've not really met anybody of these apps i think i met one person but i wasn't really in the dating space at that point oh no i think that person also was through facebook only but yeah, i intend uh, okay. to <laughs> i intend to meet people as long i think as you like play safe in the sense you know you make sure you meet them at a public space or have yeah. enough number of conversations before you go out even to meet in a public space i think as long as you 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 know navigate and take care of your safety i think there are good chances of meeting people but then there are of course all these scams that happen also which is something that i wanted to talk about before coming to that uh, mm. uh, yeah i agree with whatever you have said 
like you should learn i think any queer person especially people who are like in their early 20s or late late teens uh, should know that if you understand the rules of the game like how it works right mm-hmm. all the emotional involvement and all even even the dynamics like how it mm-hmm. works and how not to take rejection personally all these things i think uh, the apps are pretty fun you know and all the bad rap they get uh probably can be um what to say it can be like minimized if you kind of understood how to go about with the whole thing like yeah yeah absolutely yeah. a lot of things one yeah. needs to figure out about themselves before they get on these spaces and yeah i think again compared to how easy it is for het uh, like heterosexual people it it's definitely not that easy for queer people whatever app there is there is always that risk of the other people other person being in that like i've met a few people who are like oh i am bi curious i'm like no yeah. there's nothing called bi curious there's no there's no thing i i don't know i don't believe in that at least it's just that you uh, are you are in denial or people maybe people who do choose to identify as bi curious and maybe we shouldn't go there i think right now I, yeah that's a whole different episode but then uh, yeah. yes th- there are quite a few women yeah, who are yeah basically people might no. not be on the same page as you yeah yeah absolutely that's what you're trying to say no yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely i mean i mean i still I don't know but but the, the one thing is you know men posing as women in, in no, yeah that is I am pretty clear as to that nonsense right but then it's just very hard when the other person is not sure not wanting to get into the space of getting clarity about themselves before getting onto these places that makes it very hard for somebody who's genuinely trying yeah i'll tell you something interesting you raised a good point mm-hmm. uh on lg uh, oh, sorry on i uh on gay dating apps at least i've noticed that there are a few people who are confused but most of them are kind of sure especially over the last one or two years society is what somewhere is fueling this acceptance of one self in 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 the dating spaces as well that's absolutely true, that's true. and so can we do a basic a quick analysis of apps like yeah, yeah. so from my side like i have used uh, grinder primarily yeah so i used to keep thinking grinder was a form grinder was a form i used to tell you also bp like when we used to interact yeah uh, now my opinion is like you should know what you want from the app and i have kind of know like but there needs to be a level of detachment as well like when you are using these apps and yeah so grinder is mostly i would call it a hookup app because yes you can have wonderful dates on grinder there are mm-hmm. options and there are categories 
But mm-hmm. the way it is structured itself, I don't know. I think the kind of fields they have, they have fields based on ethnicity, based on body type, weight, mm-hmm. body size, etc. Uh, they're very pointed questions that are what to say like. They're all physical attributes basically, and you can mm. filter based on them. So mm. I would I would place it under a hookup app category. Like I mean, I've had a couple of genuine dates on Grind, but there was always this pressure of it leading into something else, and you know there was this unset expectation. So, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And also, if you talk about other apps, I thought Tinder was good. I like my experience on Tinder. Okay. Because Tinder, the focus is less on physical attributes. Right. As compared to Grinder, they don't ask your height, weight, or at least what I'm not sure. No, yeah, they okay. don't. They don't. There are no fields for height, weight, and you know, uh, ethnicity. I'm not sure. I haven't used Tinder in a while, but I've had good conversations on Tinder with people. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, and people were a bit more serious. I mean, they didn't assume that uh, you wanted to like make out with them or hook up with them immediately. Yeah, yeah. You go yeah. on this thing. No, uh, I think I have been quite loyal to OKC right from the time I've started exploring. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right from the time I've started exploring uh, dating apps, so I'm constantly there whether I'm looking or like I'm in a relationship because I think I I kind of look that look at that also as like a networking space because few people I sort of. like sort of reach out and say oh are there any spaces in chennai or are there any spaces in bangalore so i have kind of couple of instances where i was able to sort of divert them to oh there is this event do come to this event and meet them there and stuff like that just to socialize sort of a thing tinder i don't think i have given it enough enough chance uh apart from that i hear good stuff about hinge also i've never really used it But I've used it a couple of times. Uh, it was okay. Yeah. Bumble is one other thing that kind of looks like there is a lot of good stuff there. Because I was. For, I have not used Bumble extensively. Okay. Bumble for cishets. It's like I think they allow the girl to send the message first. Okay. Right? Ha. So my sister mm-hmm. uses Bumble, and but I don't know how it works in the queer context at all. Like because. Hmm. Uh, Bumble is generally promoted. You know, Priyanka Chopra is a band ambassador. Yeah. To be the band ambassador, yeah. and then uh, so it was like probably enabling women to kind of have a greater say in this, you know, dating world. So my sister hmm. would tell me that only when she showed interest in a profile and ping them, the guys would ping her back. But I don't know how it works in a queer context because there's no this binary here. Yeah. I have to use the app. Yeah. Have you used it? Um, I I have like I said I think I connected to uh, connected with a couple of people and then uh, moved on to Insta from there. A lot of conversations did not happen, but that generally looked like a space where there is a lot of potential. Um, ah, nice, nice. Apart from that, I think I've used uh, um, Amor, Amor the the Bangalore thing. Oh yeah, you yeah. one of the active members on Amor. No, inactive member, more like. Uh, and I remember when it was launched, it raised quite a lot of uh, yeah. Talk. Even in national circles, it was quite popular. Yeah, yeah. Because it was quite yeah. popular. Yeah, yeah. Because it was quite 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 popular.
Yeah, I remember filling up the form, but then not yeah, entering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't ready yet. So mm. why do you think it is uh, not really popular now, or it hasn't really caught on? I think it's mostly because it's it doesn't have an app yet. Mm. So I I'm guessing that's probably what is is sort of like a I wouldn't say negative thing. Maybe a thing that you know people need to work on. But then I don't know how much we'll be able to focus on doing something about it. But as as of right now, I think. there is a there is a space there is there is a facebook group where people interact and conversations do happen and uh, recently the other app that i caught on to was uh, as you are there's a lot of oh i heard good things about the app huh. yeah. i mean again there is a lot of things that they're still working on it's work in progress but it seems quite uh, quite well thought through Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't know. Have you uh, have you tried Delta? I don't know if they're still there. No, I have not. I have not. I heard about it. Wasn't that the app that shut down recently? Uh, I don't know if it shut down, but I I think it has. Okay. But so yeah. There is a problem of sustainability also because this space yeah. is now very crowded, and I can speak on behalf of Gaven. I can say that. Uh, Grinder is a very dominant player here. Hmm. So it's quite difficult to get people. I don't know. I think migrating a bunch of people would, on these apps would be a bit difficult, and I'm not sure. I'm hoping when there have been attempts to create this very friendly atmosphere or friendly apps, you know, which don't focus on body image yeah. or which don't really focus on the hookup culture, but. I don't know to what extent they're successful. Hmm. Tinder, to a certain extent, is pretty okay for gay men because the focus isn't just on hooking up. But I'm not sure about the others. And and you know, so also Tinder isn't exclusive, right? It's a general right. app, and so it, it kind of became like that with time. It, I mean, it seems like a more safer cousin of Grinder. I'm hmm. not sure if it's that way for uh, queer women. I'm talking solely about my experience, but. Uh, I'm not sure, and I think this space is incredibly difficult to break into, especially now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think with the lockdown and everything, what I've noticed is, uh, at least when I when I look at uh, uh, women profiles, there were a lot of them which said, uh, "This is on OKC that I noticed. I'm bored. Uh, it's lockdown, so I'm here." and all these people <laughs> mark themselves as bi curious or you know oh i want to experiment the kind of was like uh, i mean i mean i'm i'm just happy that they have the clarity to say that okay i am only experimenting so i do appreciate that kind of clarity Uh, so, but it's annoying for the other. I mean, if you're on the other end, like, yeah. Huh, but you then, would want someone. Uh, no, no, no. If I have the clarity, ki say, okay, if you know, I I want to experiment. Okay, I shall go meet this person. That's fine. But if you if you're somebody who is just you know new into the thing and you're not sure where your priorities are, it can get quite quite confusing uh, in terms of expectations and stuff. So I think quite that, intimate, yeah, quite intimidating. Also. Yeah. So for me personally, I would say, you know, meeting somebody at a queer event, whether it's Pride or film festival 
or you know the pride during pride months whatever events we have i think that's still call me old school but i think that's still one of the most safest uh, slightly sanest way to uh, meet people yeah so like i said i still think meeting like at film festivals or pride is still like the safest way but then um uh, a few of my friends who've met people on tinder made sure they spoke for like you know at least like two or three weeks before this is just you know with with cis women they typically talk for at least two or three weeks slowly migrate from the app to whatsapp or insta and then meet like in a public place or do like a video call just to make sure the person is genuine or not <laughs> because like i was saying there are a lot of straight men lurking around in in the cis women spaces on these apps especially uh, even even we like uh, women have some i don't know what to generalize but there are some safety measures that uh, i used to take when i used to uh, probably meet someone for a date or hmm. you know maybe even uh, maybe have fun at their place after a while yeah so but so the first thing would be to talk to them a bit okay and exchange pictures right Hmm. So I I used to have clear pictures on my kind of profile. Initially, hmm. I didn't because I and I know where that comes from. So I I won't judge someone for not having their profile picture. Hmm. Yeah, but I would expect that they would share it after I have shared mine and after we have talked a bit. Okay, right. if they're being too secretive, then I probably wouldn't meet that person. Hmm. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so clear pictures, exchanging clear pictures, and then. talking a bit about likes and dislikes and you know? all and then yeah so grinder tends to be a bit more uh, perspective oriented so mm. the discussions tend to veer there so if you want to make it clear that you just want to talk first then it's okay you can mm. eliminate most people and yeah and i have met some nice people to talk to and you know gone on coffee dates and all mm. so that would be one thing and second thing is to let people know that you are meeting someone you don't have to spill the details and all because you might be potentially outing other people but you can share basic stuff like okay hey there's this guy yeah who i'm going to meet uh, and you know uh, i'm going to meet at this public place uh, yeah and the third thing is to meet at a public place first first thing yeah. right yeah where there where there where there are a lot of people and so you can kind of see how you vibe with them and well with them and then take it further and yeah and also speaking of extortion i think this yeah you have to be careful at the end of the day because i don't know like see anything carries a risk or any activity mm-hmm. you do online on these virtual spaces carries a risk so you have one has to understand it and uh, yeah has to be a bit vigilant about sharing too many personal details mm-hmm. or uh, you know mm, that's what i said yeah vigilance is necessary like most of these extortion cases could have been avoided of course not judging anyone who's fallen prey to this because you no know, everyone's in their own mind space and yeah, yeah. You know, and i'm sure no one likes to be extorted or cheated on yeah. but uh, but yeah vigilance is necessary like but um yeah i think one thing that i was thinking is uh, like for example uh, at a point i remember uh, you know if i if i start talking to someone and they seem really interesting but i'm not sure i i have uh, i think a couple of times it it does sound like stalking but i have a couple of times checked 
there, like look them up on Facebook to see if I have mutual friends. Um, I I felt that was kind of like, okay, uh, okay, they are other people who know them. So I know for sure that you know, okay, they are genuine and stuff like that. That that was something before. This was even before meeting them in public. Okay, yeah. No, a lot of people nowadays put up their Insta profiles and uh, yeah, true, uh, true. Facebook and Insta profiles, they link. I don't link it. If someone asks, I provide them in the chat. Same here. But yeah. some of them by default do. Yeah, I think that's a good way, like you said. Uh, if they're, uh, provided they're open, because some people are not out really true, even true. on social media, so they might not want to share their profiles. But yeah, as much as possible, if it can be done, well and good, yeah. So there's this controversial thing where uh, people share their pics with others, share the pics of the person they're going to meet with others. And uh, is it really outing someone who wouldn't want to be potentially outed or not? That's a small debate that often gets discussed. But yeah, I think it's a very fine line. I mean, you want to be safe to share the picture of the person you're going to meet with a couple of people. I totally see that perspective. But at the same time, you should also understand that. Uh, no, I think... Or at least folks should I, understand I, that. Uh, yeah. No, I think I probably... Not you, I'm saying... I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Person, yeah. yeah, I'm just talking about my opinion on it. Um, I probably uh, would... Not, not in the sense ke, not with the intention of outing, but I am outing them because I'm outing only because I trust my friend enough to not let it out. You need to be the judge of that. I feel, ke, you know, it's a I. Very, yeah, as I said, it's, it's a very thin line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, please continue. Yeah. No, no, my opinion of that is that I might. I mean, um. Because, see, generally also, I would want to discuss ki, oh, I'm going on a date. I am excited about talking about, you know, me going on a date to my friend. So, I am not necessarily, I am outing that other person. But the intention in my head is not to out the person. That's what I mean. Yeah, I understand. I mean, most of us wouldn't do it with the intention of, oh, I'm going to out this person. No, they want me like... They're doing it from a place of wanting some reassurance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in general, if you talk about relationships in the community, because we don't live in a heteronormative world. We don't live in a heteronormative world. No, we don't follow the rules. Oh, we as in how? Like queer folks don't necessarily follow heteronormative yeah. uh yeah, or we, we are not expected to rather. So, long-term dating, long-term relationships are also reflective of this trend because there's no marriage, uh, there's no pressure for marriage, and there's no pressure to settle. I'm not generalizing, but if I could say this, uh, dating culture is actually, I don't know, in a lot of ways become easier because of this, but harder also. So, there are pluses and minuses. Yeah, and I think it's okay. At the end of the day, one has to just accept them for what they are, the dating spaces or the dating apps. Because I see a lot of friends, wine, you know, gay men, I mean, who are mm. in their 30s or reaching their 30s. Like, you know, all my state friends are married. They met this guy on Tinder and or they met this girl on 
whatever okay see mm. and now they're all together and they're happy they're going to get married soon uh it's okay to have these expectations but at the same time realize that uh, our approach is not necessarily the same as straight people because there is there are different pressures and expectations so always comparing ourselves or comparing oneself to a uh, heteronormative dating situation is also not a great idea because your expectations tend to be different then uh when when you said uh, you know there's no pressure to get married in queer spaces i was thinking externally or society or family doesn't really give that pressure but we tend to as queer people yeah. we want to ape the heteronormative marriage setup so we put that pressure on ourselves whether it's about finding a partner or getting married or settling down in air quotes we put a lot of that on ourselves which yes, yes. i don't know which i think should be reexamined yeah yeah definitely reexamined because like i've always said you know i think for me at least uh building that support system has mostly been my priority or what i tell people have at least four or five friends who you're out to who you can be yourself which i think should be you know i mean trying to find that in your parents uh, you know trying to find that support system in your parents by coming out to them or trying to find that in your natal family yes but it isn't always easy for everybody to do it that way so for me priority usually is build that network build that support system for oneself even before finding a partner because i think the support system stays longer for anybody in life versus a partner no i agree yes the sole intention of uh, coming out and meeting other community folks should not be just about dating or finding yeah. a partner because initially people tend to have these impressions and now i know a lot of friends who are still in that space you know i should find my one true love and there's nothing wrong with it also because yeah but then at the same time uh, like you said building your own family building your own chosen family having a network of friends is important yeah yeah because, because yeah because you know dating relationships are quite complex and if you just if one socializes in the community with just that intention i think one is bound to be like i won't say disappointed and i just say that their expectations won't always be met so it's better to be open minded yeah absolutely prioritize working on networking i mean prioritize working on building that emotional system emotional support system versus finding a partner and yeah i think that the the whole finding a partner and settling down is something that a lot of queer folks borrow from the from the heterosexual uh, part of the yeah, society there's nothing wrong with it but at the same time understanding realities and yeah. you know you know questioning on oneself about are we just doing it because it's expected mm. of us or are we doing it because we really want to or it's a mix of both usually it's a mix of both like right? hmm yeah it's up to us to decide what way it is to give yeah yeah but just don't do only one of these things i think everybody should do both 
Yeah, it's just yeah. my opinion. <laughs> because I think support system is, I feel personally, is what queer people no, need much more. I agree with you. Yeah. So, any any final points on dating apps? Dating apps as such, um, yeah, I mean, I'm saying it for the hundredth time, I think. Today, I don't really have a lot to say, but thinking, understanding how they work is important, and two, being a bit cautious and sensible, like, hmm. you know, with respect to trusting people on these apps is also important. And third is, uh, know why you're there, and uh, build a network outside the app as well, because I know a few people, like I said, hmm. only source of queer socialization is through these apps. Hmm. I would recommend having multiple sources. Yeah, I mean, hopefully next year we'll have uh, more offline events versus online events. And this year, this year is already 2021. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, 2021, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully this year we'll have more offline events. I mean, if not like before, but hopefully at least, you know, 50% of it is uh, offline. And uh, yeah, I think... Like you said, being cautious and, you know, knowing, understanding your expectations out of what you're getting into, not assuming the other person's expectations as to why they're there and taking, not taking rejection personally. Yeah. 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 Some of the things. Oh, yeah, yeah. The anonymity doesn't make it easier for anybody to survive on there, I think. It's like a two-sided thing. Like, yeah. makes it easier, it also makes it harder. Right? right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm done. Yeah, I'm done too. That's That was just the last point. But it's always nice to explore and stay safe. And also but, safety. Like, if you're planning yeah, to yeah. take it further, I mean, I, we don't need to talk about this. I mean, in detail, I'm sure most people know. Like, be safe. Yeah, know the various kind of risks that are involved in unsafe sex. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's a wrap today. Uh, hope we managed to educate and entertain you uh, on this. Do let us know if you uh, have any points or if you found any apps that we missed out. And uh, that's about it. Watch out for our next episode. Yeah. Take care, all of you. Bye. So, this is Deepthi signing off. This is Kaushik signing off. And uh, we'll probably continue this series uh, after a few episodes again. Because relationships yeah. also need to be explored. And a lot of interesting things we have coming up. Yes, yes. Alright. Take care, everybody. Bye.